Ready, set, go! This is the Checkpoint XP Podcast. Check out our international radio show and daily podcast at CheckpointXP.com. Here are your hosts, Nate Bender, Robbie Landis, Norris Howard, and Joe Sloan. Checkpoint Reach. Hey, welcome to the Checkpoint XP Podcast on the Westwood One Podcast Network. Everyone's listening. Exclusive, uncensored, and extended conversations from the nationally syndicated crew of the Checkpoint XP Show. My name's Nate Benner. I'm joined by the Checkpoint XP crew, Robbie Landis. What up? And Norris Howard. On chat. Even though he's uh, not here, he's here in spirit out in uh, Las Vegas at the uh, National Association of Broadcasters show. Joe is out there. He's going to be broadcasting. Actually, both he and Norris are going to be broadcasting there. Yeah. All next week, so make sure you check that out over at our Twitch channel, twitch.tv slash Checkpoint XP. Going to be talking to a lot of interesting people, and then Robbie and I are going to be back here in Detroit, kind of wrapping the, it up. As the support staff. That's the, right. The singing and, and, uh, and paramedic to our... Eva and and uh, Naked Snake. That's right. We're gonna we're actually gonna be prepping all of that interview content to be re- released as a daily podcast each day. It's also gonna feed a significant portion of our national show that week. So a lot of interesting conversations for you guys to look forward to. That's all coming up next week, all throughout the channel and on the website checkpointxp.com, twitch.tv slash checkpointxp. And we're gonna be all over social media. That's uh, twitter.com. Facebook.com and that's Checkpoint XP and then Checkpoint underscore XP on Instagram. Thank you, Bubsy. Oh, he can't even defend himself. I like that. It's awesome. I mean, look, to be fair, he doesn't do a very good job of defending himself even when he's here. That's, well, before we get into true. the podcast, we got a review. That's right. We like do have a review. Um, can, I, can I read this one? You can read this one. Uh, by the way, I just want to give a small update on our in our uh, review numbers because, uh, as everyone listened to the podcast last week knows, you guys were on the road to PAX East yep. 2019 last week and doing your travelogs. So we were not looking at the iTunes reviews. Uh, you guys were just kind of sharing stories from the road, but in that week. I have nothing to update. This is literally the only review that we've gotten in that entire two-week period. Shame on all of you. I don't know what to say. I don't know what to say. I can't defend them. I can't defend them, Robbie. Go ahead. Shame them. Shame everybody. Shame. Just all of you. Specifically, like, like, there's a bunch of people, obviously, who listen who just haven't reviewed at all. Shame on you guys. But most importantly, most importantly, you know who I'm most upset with? I'm most upset with people who have actually reviewed Checkpoint XP and have not gone and review Checkpoint XP daily. Shame. Because you, you've obviously put in the effort to do it once. Shame. One more time. Do it. One more damn time. Come there on. There you go. Go do it. Uh, that's iTunes. You just look up Checkpoint XP Daily and Checkpoint XP. And leave us a little bit of feedback, positive or negative. We just want to hear from you. Patman89 saying, how do I review if I don't have iTunes? Uh, you download iTunes and you start an account. I believe it's free to yeah, have be. an should iTunes be. account. Uh, by, by the way, that the, the, the shame impression you did, Yes, you crushed it. Right? I know, I know. I've been watching Game of Thrones. Oh, you went back. You crushed it. I know, because it was a crush bottle. Yeah, 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 that's a terrible pun. I'm not... I'm just acknowledging the the positive reinforcement. I'm not acknowledging the stupid pun. Well, you already did, so... you guys! Anyway. Anyway, uh, so here's this review. Go ahead, Norris. Very, very glowing review. Yes. It is coming to us from Snapple Apple. Thank Thank you, you. Snapple Apple. 
Uh, I recently discovered this podcast on my way home from a hockey game uh, at night looking for uh, looking for the post-game show on the radio, but was shocked to hear people talking about video games instead of hockey. I have been playing video games since I was a small boy, and it was amazing to hear people actually talking about video games in the OWL on Sports Talk Radio. When I got home, I immediately looked up Checkpoint XP online and discovered this podcast, which I started listening to for hours this was an amazing all caps discovery nate joe robbie norris and sarah have great chemistry and it reminds me when me and my buddies would talk about video games great work and can't wait for more episodes oh uh, thank you snapple apple that we is appreciate a, that wow that's such a great review that's that's like the that's like the dream right that's the like, way it's like that's, 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 that's the, the discoverability we want exactly you that's what, what I mean? we're hoping for we're hoping for people to be scanning the radio find this and go wait a minute why are they talking about the Neo Geo? This and is where can I get more? Exactly. So, See, but that's exactly what you do. I mean, the things that I discover, I do the same thing. I'm like, what is this? And then I immediately go search for it. Exactly. And I consume it voraciously. When something resonates with you, yeah, you just want more of you it. You know, more. and I think that there are the there are those people out there who kind of take shows like this for granted. They just think that listen, we're always going to be around, and uh, that you know their support it doesn't really mean anything. I'll be able to. Huh. Catch up on it later. Uh, uh, no. it's, it, you know, it's all good. It doesn't need to happen right now. No, now's the time. Like, now's always the time. Uh, you can go ahead and procrastinate, uh, you know, reviewing the show. You can go if ahead. If you do not you support can, us, you, we will not be around you forever. Can, yeah, you can go ahead. Radio fans. You can go ahead and procrastinate about telling your friends and sharing the fun that is this show. Uh, but if you do that, there's no guarantee that tomorrow when you come back that we're going to be here. We're just so. Dude, and that's no the, and that's the like, Fuck you guys. worst when you have like a podcast or a show or a YouTube series or anything that you're watching that just that just gone. changes and or or, or it's just, just or, it's it's either just gone or it just changes overnight yeah. and you're like what happened to that thing? Yeah, I know, that's I know worst. what you mean. So you, you know, the only way that uh, that that you know you ensure that this show stays uh, the show that you enjoy is uh, to share it and to uh, make sure that uh, you know you you leave us a little bit of feedback again, positive or negative. Uh, if there's there's you know what maybe you don't love this show. Maybe Maybe you you only like it, but you see some ways that it might be able to be improved upon. You know that it, it, I, the internet does not just need to be a vehicle for sarcasm; it can be a vehicle for genuine feedback as well. So, if you hear ways that you think that the show can be improved, write that into your review. Clearly, we read every single one of them. That's another thing. How many podcasts do you know actually read? You know, like read to the reviews they or get. change their show based on the criticism they receive. Remember, we used to start the the podcast by reviewing the national show. That's right, which people everybody people hated. Like that. That's right, it's gone. So you're welcome. And instead, and remember when we used to put the national show out on Mixcloud? People didn't like that either. Nope, they sure didn't. That's so gone. We, we turned that into a daily podcast. Yep. You're welcome again. Yeah. So uh, you know, if 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 it's uh, content that you like uh, and content that you want to see continue, then you got to support it. And uh, you know, in this case, we don't even ask you for your money. 
Right? Like a lot of shows just kind of like come to you and be like, please give us money so that we can eat. We don't even, we don't need your money. We just need you to tell other people. Mm-hmm. We need you to find more people right. who will enjoy Checkpoint and just share the show with them. Just get us follows, man. That's right. Get the get the Checkpoint sniffles and then sneeze on a coworker. Just that's all you need to do. Okay? I thought you were about to say, so, I, I thought you were about to make, make a way different it, analogy. No, that's, a, that's an appropriate analogy. No, it's very appropriate that's and right. family friendly. I'd heard sniffles and I thought something way different. <laughs> okay. I'm, I'm going to just be honest. Okay. I, 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 I'm not sure where you were going with that. I'm, but I, I'm a, not curious enough to know either. No, there it no, is. That's okay. We're so just going to move. podcast. Yeah. Snapple Apple, thank you very much for the review. Be like Snapple Apple and leave us a review over on iTunes. Again, download iTunes, search Checkpoint XP and leave us a review on either the National Show or the Daily Show. And again, we're trying to get to 90 total reviews on the Daily Show and 200 total reviews on the podcast. And we're quite a ways away from both of them. So let's close that gap. Please head on over there and uh, leave us some I've sacrificed my own personal dignity for this. That's right. Well, I mean, you're you're putting out there the potential to sacrifice yeah, your own yeah. dignity. Do you guys want to see uh, uh, Norris cosplay as 9S from Nier Automata? It could no. happen. No. It could happen. No. Oh, Lord. <laughs> no, I don't. Oh, okay. Well, I mean, I could have said 2B. That would have been even worse. Just saying. I don't want to see any cosplay out of Nier Automata. That's all. Well, 9S was the dude. He's actually I don't covered. care. I'm tired of seeing cosplay out of Nier <laughs> Thank you. Thank you, Norris. I am in I'm complete tired. 100% agree. Every single weeb on Earth. Yes. Cosplay it's an- as something from Nier. It's annoying, all isn't right, it? All right. How about this? How about this throwback to some of our earlier days at Yomacon? How about uh, some... Uh, uh, what's what's the... the, the, the kill a kill? Demons with the horns that everybody went around as... Oh, uh, like uh, Homestuck. 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 Yeah. Homeschool? <laughs> for a few years, that's all oh, anybody did, like, in droves. Even for me. That's true. Yeah. Anyway, all right, let's talk about... Speaking of weed, <laughs> let's talk about our... Our, our, our uh, podcast topic this week, which has been a topic of discussion all around Twitter and really wherever discussions Get about... the Gamerverse. Uh, video games are held. Yeah. Jim Sterling even weighed in on this. Wow. This hit, this hit Sterling's radar. It did. Well, he's talked about this before. I, I know, but this particular flashpoint, and and, and it always it, it always happens around the release of a From Software game, of course. <laughs> uh, so obviously, Sekiro Shadows Die Twice is that Sekiro? Uh, anyway, uh, yeah. so that game came out. Whoa, whoa, whoa! With the language, I don't I don't even know what that that means. I don't know if it's a terrible if it's a terrible word, I wouldn't even know. Uh, but anyway, so Sekiro comes out. Um, and and uh, obviously, like every other from, from software, software game. game, it is a challenging, yeah, it's brutal, challenging game. It's brutal. The difficulty is, you know, with within a, a razor's, uh, you know, a razor's edge, perfect. You know what yeah. I mean? Like it's it's so exacting uh, to uh, to to be able to uh, play this game and and play it successfully. Um, that you know, obviously, when it game like this comes out there's going to be a significant portion of people that pick it up that just won't be able to hack it like i and i you know that won't be able to com- forgive it forgive the pun no they won't even be able to kill trash in the game yeah. because that was me <laughs> for like six months i know what that feeling is i've been that guy don't
don't don't don't misunderstand me. I understand the frustration. I understand that you're like a 35 year old dude standing in the middle of a living room that you own. You own all the things in the living room, but you want to destroy all of them because you're irrationally mad at a video game and you start weeping openly for no reason at a video game. I understand it. And instead of breaking all of those nice things that you own, you just pick up your phone and you go to Twitter and you get mad at From Software and you threaten to boycott their products. And then you say, why can't there just be an easy mode? I don't understand. I want to be able to experience all these other things that my friends are talking about because they're better at video games than I am, but I can't do it because this thing just keeps killing me over and over again. I understand (laughs) the emotion. Here's the thing. Are you okay? I am okay. okay. I'm perfectly fine. Right. Here's the thing, okay? The point of a game being that challenging is so that you can rise above that challenge and you can grow not just as a gamer, but you can grow as a person. As a human being, that's right. By finding something by finding adversity and then challenging it and overcoming it, you will grow as a human being. I promise you. So now I understand that it might be embarrassing to be openly weeping about a video game at 35 years old in your well, own living room. it doesn't seem like room. it because I'm seeing a lot of collective weeping. I am too. From a bunch of spineless individuals. I am too. It's okay. But here's the thing. This may be the first time that they've cried in 25 years, okay? <laughs> they don't understand what the feelings mean and they it makes them uncomfortable. They spent their and, whole life hearing their parents tell them big boys don't cry. That's right. And maybe their spouse or, or their kid is looking at them weird because They've just they've been playing this ninja game and they can't beat this same, one thing. Same kid that's already beat the game. Listen, <laughs> yeah, right, <laughs> exactly, <laughs> right, right. Listen, I understand, but to say to make the logical leap that because you're bad at it and you can't do it, that the entire game, nay, the entire developer needs to meet your needs and tune down the difficulty associated with that game. That's what you're telling me. That's no, what no, you're no, sitting here looking the, at me and telling me. Here's the thing. The, 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 the question is even larger than just the difficulty of one particular game, right? And here's something that I, I've been espousing for the past couple months, and I truly and honestly believe this. We understand that making games is a business. I get it. But at the same time, games, like music, are also creative pursuits. They're yes. creative endeavors. Yeah. No developer owes you a fucking thing. This is very true. They will make the game that they will want to make. Either you like it or you don't. Either you play it or you don't. You're good or you're not. So the difficulty the difficulty, or just even the mechanics of a game can be a statement unto themselves. Yes. Yep. And from, this is why it's from, very important with some from yeah. software because, because uh, I saw it in, in Granted. Didn't agree with it. Still a great article out of Kotaku that said an easy mode in a video game never hurt anyone. Like, by putting it in there, anyone who beats Sekiro on the hardest difficulty, that doesn't take away from your achievement, which is true. But what it does take away from is the vision that the creators of the game 
are trying to create. Right. And and the thing is, is that you can make a statement about challenge and about the way that other games approach challenge mm-hmm. and approach level design, approach uh, mob design, and approach combat. You can make statements about those by the fine-tuning of the mechanics of your game, and that's what From Software does. From Software goes, oh, yeah? What? You, you thought that, you know, like, uh, you know, you, you thought that you needed an easy pass to be able to get everything? Well, and, and that a developer owes you that no well actually we don't and it's like but nobody and staying and sticking by that you know i think is is a much more artist uh, 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 you know artistic statement on you know where video games are as a genre you know like you can there are different statements that you can make through your game one can be delivered through the story or the narrative the other can be delivered through yeah the visual style and yet another can be made and and i think that this is the most meta conversation that you can have another can be made with the mechanics and i think that that's really what's at the heart of from software games and what has driven their popularity but this, is, but this is where i think this particular argument is is bullshit because in the turn of the century around the early to mid 2000s you saw the revival of like bullet hell games and stuff like that ikaruga yeah. came back that came out and you saw a revival in the interest of stuff like r type and whatnot nobody nobody in the games journalism world poo poo how hard ikaruga was it was deliberately difficult as fuck but it was rewarding to beat. And that's what every review said. Every review of Ikaruga said, man, this game is really hard. A lot of people are not going to be able to beat this game. But you know what? For those that can, will feel so rewarded and so gratified that they did, that they will wear that like a badge of honor. Well, I I am the only one of my friends that could beat Ikaruga. Do you think that the reason then that this keeps coming back around with, with uh, from software games specifically is because they've now created a legacy around it and they're are people out there who maybe weren't interested in playing the first or the second one but now that it's a thing souls games we use that term now which by the way had they had any sort of difficulty from within any of them we wouldn't use that term it would just That's be a, right. it would just be another franchise out there yeah. Yeah. but because they've come as far as they did people want to experience it and now they're realizing oh i can't because what, no, i'm not up because, to snuff no exactly that's why you have to shut the fuck up and get good because part of a souls game experience is that it's hard yeah. i haven't beat bloodborne i haven't beat i straight up have not beat any souls game i i do not consider myself less of a gamer because i haven't beat a souls game i know if i sat down with bloodborne right now and try it, I would beat it. I but, know that. But here's the thing, is that beating a Souls game is a badge of honor. And it should be. And it and should be. easy mode in it, in my opinion, does strip that away. Because no game exists in a vacuum. Uh, uh, again, I, I come back to this idea of, of a statement, a meta-statement um, uh, uh, to other game developers. Like, it's not, this is not, not just from software saying, gamers, get your shit together. No, it's a statement and, on and all get games. Good. Game design it's, itself. It is, yes, it's a statement on game design itself. Like, why are you giving your audience an easy pass? Why? They want challenge, and they'll rise above I mean, think it. think about, hold on, Think about every game you've played in the past decade that you've blown through and beaten in 20 hours or less. That's a lot. 
Yeah. When you think about it. Yeah. It's a lot of games that you can put 20 hours into sure. and you beat them and you'll probably never revisit them. Robbie, you have made a penchant out of playing uh, Mass Effect games on Insanity Mode. Yep. You know what I'm saying? So that's a badge of honor for you. That that The difficulty scaling doesn't necessarily take away from the game because the game is not built on its difficulty being central right. to what the game right. is. People don't also don't remember Mass Effect because of the difficulty or the right. challenge but of it. That's people, not what they're that's going the, for. That's like the master status to, you know, quote a sociological sort of theory. That's the master status of a Souls game. What a Souls game is defined by before anything else is its difficulty. And to take that away is to take away, Robbie, as you were alluding to, the spirit of a Souls game. Yes. And I don't understand. And, and the funny thing is, is that a lot of this is coming from people within the industry. And that's what and surprised that's, me as that's well. That's the part that frustrates me because these are people with platforms that have voices that people will then echo. Yeah. And whether the, whether they're right whether or wrong. Whether they're right or wrong and, yeah. and that's and that's whatever. But that's the part that I, I get fury infuriated with because how can you lack so much context? How can you not understand why these games are the way they are? And call yourself somebody who who's into games By at a putting a difficulty slider level. into Souls games at this point would now erode the legacy that they've come to build up. They would fall into obscurity. I'm sure they would still be good games, don't get me wrong, and people would enjoy them. But when the next one came out, okay, fine. Right. So if, if a Souls game adds an easy mode and anyone can suddenly get to the end of them, is that badge of honor now tarnished? I don't think it's tarnished as... A, I mean, I think it is. Think let, it let, is. Me, let me be clear. I think as, it is. As an individual, if you play that game and you beat it on the hardest difficulty, is that badge of honor as an individual tarnished? I don't think so, because okay. you still did what other people I can't think, do. Right, 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 right. Hang on, I hang think on. it is. No, I think it is. Dude, yes. that's why you have asterisks next to people's uh, uh, records in baseball right now, dude. If you have somebody who can hit 50, 60 home runs without the use of steroids, their achievement is different from this person's when, achievement. When people, yeah, no, I I agree. when people talk about Mass Effect, how often do, is, does, does the question get raised, oh yeah, did you beat it on insanity mode? Never. It never, right? So there's millions of people who have played through the but entire you're now effect. talking about that as like a grander scheme, not just of you doing it, that you're talking about you now bringing it up to other people as like a social construct, right? Yeah, yeah right. Okay. As a badge of honor. Yes. As a so so to you, if they added in an easy mode now for the past Souls game, you would now feel lesser about your past no, achievement. No, 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 Every time somebody comes up to me and says, yo, dog, yeah, did you play that new Souls game? Did you play Sekiro? Yeah, I just beat it. What's up? And now, now in your mind, you have to say, the question. did you beat it on easy? Yeah, right. To me, what that tarnishes isn't your personal achievements. It tarnishes the game itself. Yes. It's both. Exa- well, no, I, 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 think, I think you're right that it does tarnish the game's achievement and the game's message, right? Like, if, again, if the game is designed to be a message inside of an industry and you're trying to break out from, from the, you know, from the other millions of games that are putting out there, like, deciding on a challenge and and deciding on keeping that challenge standard across the entirety of the game like that's that's the state nobody nobody would tell andy warhol to just go paint landscapes bro 
Like that's what I'm saying. Nobody would. Worse, no, yet. no, 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 no. I'm sure nobody, somebody did. Somebody did. I'm sure somebody and did. I'm sure some that he some laughed art in their school. Face. Some art school professor was like, "Why are you? Why are you drawing Campbell's soup cans? Go paint uh, the the sunset or something." Worse yet. Imagine if every art you ever looked at, underneath it, there was something that said, from the artist, this is exactly what this piece means. Yes. Yes. For that would everything. De- that would defeat the literal purpose of all art. Yeah. Is subtext. Four Souls games, by putting an easy mode in there, that's what it does. It defeats the purpose of what the creators of the are, statement. Trying to t- are trying to say. It defeats the statement. Yes. yes. And so it, here's, here's another sort of caveat of this argument that I, I've been seeing. Is that it? And and this is such a, this is such a devil's advocate sort of bullshit thing that people bring up because they don't want to deal with the shame of the fact that they just suck at the fucking game. Sure. Is that, oh, uh, what about people with disabilities? They should be able to experience souls against. That's not from software's issue. Well, well that's on, no, that's on all, the hardware they, developer. They can experience it. They well, may not be able to complete it. No, 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 no. no. They but may that's not be able to complete it. that's on the hardware developer. Well, wait a minute. Hang on. When you have people who can complete Souls games using a, guitar, a, rock, a, yeah, a rock band uh, guitar or something, I, I fail to see how that argument holds any water. I think you're right. Why that has difficulty that has to be the thing right, that, that helps to perpetuate exactly. it. Exactly. It's not the difficulty that's the problem. The perseverance and the person's ability to cope with failure is the issue right like that's the thing that's breaking like yes every gamer despite their disability should have access and 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 hardware that facilitates tools that they need facilitates them playing the way that they do but i'm sorry if someone can 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 do this on a rock band drum kit then I, i don't think that 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 argument holds water no. here. And that's why I said that's on the hardware developer because we're talking about inputs and inputs all, all, all from software is there to do is to map inputs, is to make sure that their game can, you know, have programmable inputs. Beyond that, they don't have to design their entire game with the with the knowledge that this needs to be accessible for maybe a person with one hand. Right. That sounds maybe a little callous, but... I'm just being honest. It would be, you know, tantamount to every car being designed with people with like one foot. Okay, you know so I mean? hang or, on, or, let, no, or no arms. Hang on, let you me, don't design cars that way. Let, let me let me take uh, let me take devil's advocate position. What does having an easy mode harm? Who who's hurt by having an easy the mode? game's legacy in a Souls game or any game? In in let's for the sake of argument in a Souls game. In a Souls game, I think it do, it takes away from the the vision and what the game is supposed to represent as so, a, as a meta commentary. So we be hang on, hang on, hang on. We wouldn't be having this conversation. Hang Souls on. games wouldn't be where they are in if the social. I understand. Hard. I understand yes. what you're saying. Are you saying that Souls games would sell less copies? They would actually yes. make less yes. money. Yes. Maybe. If they no, added no, an easy no, mode. No, maybe. Yes. No, maybe. fuck that. Yes, I will stand on that. Yes. Really? They would make less money. Really? They would make less money. Why do more you say people that? are buying them, potentially? No, because part of what makes... First of all, people aren't buying Souls games because of the compelling story. Let's just, let's just be honest. You're on, right. Let's They're be buying honest. them because of the challenge. They're buying them because of the challenge and because of the word of mouth that Souls games has. But there and, are also some people who aren't buying them... 
Because they know they can't beat it. No, I believe that that cohort is significantly smaller than the cohort of people who buy it because they want the badge of honor of beating it. Or at least experiencing it. I literally know, I don't know enough about Dark Souls metrics to be able to say one way or the other. But no, I do is, think, this is a part, this but, is, but, this, hang on, but this is, this is the, this is the, I'm just saying, this is the straw man that gets erected. Is, is that, listen, you are missing out on a, on a, uh, you know, significant, on a significant percentage of your potential audience by making the difficult as notorious as it is, as making the difficult as notorious as it is and yeah. for not budging on the easy mode so are you telling me that all of the people that are already buying dark souls and from software games mm-hmm. that they would stop buying those games if they put an easy mode in them? i'm saying not enough people would buy them from that decision to justify it i think it would take at least three or four games in the series to come out for that data trend to will out. This is the problem that, that that we have with this is without the difficulty, what is the selling point of a Souls game? It's just another it's, a, it's, it's just another, another game. Hack and slash. It's a just dark, game. moody hack and slash video game, yeah. Right. But so other, so, but so, wait, so but, maybe. I don't know. But again, do you think that that cohort of people is large enough to Offset the decision for the creators of that game to compromise what it is that they originally set forth. Do you oh. think that that makes up the difference? Because if they're saying I don't think any amount makes up the difference. No, 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 I, no, 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 no. Because if, if they sell five to ten thousand copies extra, that's not enough. They would have to sell millions more to justify a decision that large, in my opinion, because of the reputation that Souls games have already built for well, these. Wait, wait, hang on, hang on, hang on. Even if they were guaranteed to sell millions more, I don't think they would do it. Hang on, that implies that adding an easy mode costs millions of dollars in development. No, no, it doesn't. Okay, so if it doesn't... Well, actually, hold on, hold on, hold on, because it might. It might, because now we're t- we're talking... If you're making a true easy mode, we're not just talking about health sliders and shit. That's mostly ta- what we're talking about. We're talking about uh, attack potency, uh, you know, um, I, I don't I don't. But think that's not you a true, you, I don't think a you true easy you, mode. I don't a, think true, you, a true easy mode, dog, would have to have different enemy positionings. It would have to have different enemy behavior. No, it AI didn't. I don't think so. Look at Celeste's easy no. mode. You could just have a, you could just flip a switch that says you're invincible now. There's your easy mode. Now you can beat it. it I don't even think that. Like, I think, Norris, you're you're looking at it a little bit uh, in, in the more complex. Like, they're going to have to adjust roll times, dodge times. You know, hit boxes, boxes invulnerability windows. I, I, yeah, like there's going to have to be some of that, some of those tweaks. But mostly, I think it's just attack potency and defense. Yeah, that would mostly get it done. You could, you could, you could come up with a scruffed easy mode for Dark Souls just by adjusting. And then it's, potency. But to me, then it's because it ceases, someone, someone it po- ceases to even be fun at that point. I, hey, agreed. I, I'm, that's not the argument. The argument is whether they'll make more money. That's not the argument. Whether it's more fun or not. But someone even said in the chat, like there is a kind of like easy mode in Dark Souls because certain items are so overpowered that you can like three shot bosses. So yeah, I do think that you could come up with a very scruffed easy mode just by adjusting the calculations, the no, math. I just think I, underneath. I, I legitimately 
So just think, no, because we talk about on this show, and people always talk about the artistry of games. Games should be viewed as art. Games should be held to this high standard. We need to have an Oscar for games. The Game Awards should be on the same pedestal as Grammys and all that other but stuff. But on the other no, hand, on the other hand, no. And what all of these people are saying is no. I suck at your game. You listen to me, but, the individual. And I'm telling you, everybody that feels that way, fuck off. But on the other hand, this is capitalism. These are your consumers. And and you're you're willfully blocking out a portion of your consumer base. It, it, and you're, for, and, but for you're also as, willfully for, shitting on the consumer base you already as, have, bro. For as artful as games are, they are also a business. They also have to make money. And if there's more money to be made in an easy mode, why not take that? Because I don't think that there is more money for from software in particular to make more money with Especially easy mode. at this point. Because if you add an juncture. easy mode at this point, if, if Secure 2 comes out and there's an e- easy mode in it, I think there are people who will feel betrayed by that and be like, fuck it, I'm not buying this one. Well, I think at this point, now that From Software is kind of dug in their heels on this point, yes. I don't think that that's... That's what I'm saying. The the alternative is a hypothetical. We have to talk about what the situation is now. That's the reputation they build, and if they put an easy mode in it, I do think that there's a certain cohort of people that would say, fuck it, I'm not buying Sekiro 2 because it has a fucking easy mode. Fuck that. And had they done it from the beginning... They wouldn't have the reputation they have now, and it's honestly 50-50 whether or not it would be as as popular as it is. I, I, I mean, I understand what you're saying. I just think that, you know, like, there is a argument out there that says just adding an easy mode won't hurt anyone. They'll probably make more money and increase their consumer base. I, I don't know that this argument that, oh, people are so loyal to the difficulty that they will eschew buying a new From Software game, a, an experience that they know they enjoy, that they'll eschew that because they feel so slighted by having an easy mode included but, but, in there. But that's I, but we do know the truth that gamers are very fickle and they will I'll tell you exactly what happens. Yeah, close they, will. Their no. wa- they will close their if, wallets. If you if put they, an easy mode in, you know what's gonna happen? It's gonna get review bombed. And we all know that's true. That's of exactly course they'll what's get review bombed. But even but I, even beyond I, that, I don't think adding an easy mode brings enough people in the door. I don't think this community that's so vocal about it is really all that numerous. That's, I really this is, don't. This is, why, this is why I say it's going to take two or three games. Because the first game that does it, all of the From Software fans are still going to buy it. They're still going to... You know, like... Think of think of like Super Smash Brothers, right? Like Brawl was objectively terrible. Still so Every well. single person who bought it complained about it. But even when it. it was brand new, but everyone still bought it. Yeah. You, you know one of the other And everyone con- bought Smash 4. One of the other, You know what I mean? Like one of the other concerns too about potentially bringing new people in who are only interested, oh, really, I want to try it, but but I want the easy mode. I want to do the challenge is that the from software games do so much more differently. Like there's no just outright narrative. Right? You have to look like for those context clues and whatnot. I think a lot of people coming in to try and... I mean, obviously they're not getting the experience, but, you know, getting the easy mode experience aren't actually going to like the game. They're not going to like what they play, even if it is easier, because what else is there to, to draw them in at that point if they're just hacking and slashing through just for the sake of hacking and slashing? No, it's, it's, beca- it's because people want to feel... That it, it's FOMO, bro. That's all it is. Yeah. All this is is FOMO. Guess what, bro? 
You can't beat this game. So the fuck what? So what? Go play something you do You're already enjoy. You're not going enjoy. to beat every game. So the fuck what? See, that was one of the things that I brought up on Twitter, too. Like, people who can't, like, get through it or can't make it through. That's okay. There are games that I love to play that I still haven't finished. You don't have to finish games to enjoy what's there as well. I, I get it. But people look at this like Mount Everest. Like, why do people climb Mount Everest? There's like a 30%. No, there's probably a 50% chance that you're going to die. It's probably a better one. Well, yeah, probably. Yeah. But I, I mean, no, you I know, think it's much but why, but, when you, <laughs> but when you ask people, why did you do it? They go, because it's there. Yeah. Right, like, and and I the think challenge, that, and I think that that is in kind of the same way. What drives from software fans, like, it's their Everest. Like, yeah. each game is another mountain for them to climb, and I understand that. And and I think that there's something zen in that experience of climbing that mountain, Dude, it's and like, meeting that meeting that challenge, and again overcoming that challenge. It it is a huge, like, there's a huge uh, uh, psychological boost that you get from that. Dude, it's the same thing like when I get a new fighting game right because the mechanics of every fighting game are different but fighting games as everybody knows are notoriously difficult to just pick up and learn I only know how to play fighting games because I've been playing them for 25 years so it's not hard for me to port those skills over but it's very difficult to take somebody to go from button at 30 years to knowing no, what at you're 30 doing. years old to all of a sudden pick up Street Fighter 5 right. right yeah but for example, Street Fighter 4 came out almost 10 years after Street Fighter 3 came out. Mechanically, totally different from Street Fighter 3. A lot of learning and unlearning had to go into people getting good in that game. Right. And people loved it. Why? Precisely because it was technical. Because it was difficult. Because that the layman couldn't pick it up and win rounds by just smashing the controller against their forehead. Right. You had to be precise in order to get good at that game. And that revived the genre. Okay? It brought the genre out of the fucking doldrums. And that's what I'm saying. People want people are sitting here and they want shit to be easy and hand it to them. And that goes against the very fucking ethos of video games. Period. Period. Video games are not about your your fucking ability to beat them. They're about your journey. They're about you picking the controller up and going through something, having an experience and accomplishing and, and having that feeling of accomplishment at the end of it. A easy mode does none of that. I don't. Th- I I think that there's an entire industry that would disagree with you. Maybe. Maybe, but that's my that's my definition. It's not not even just yours. The creator of the Souls game says that his whole vision isn't even necessarily about it being hard. It's just about the fact that when you get done with it, he wants you to feel like you accomplished something. And isn't that important? I mean, I don't know. I don't want to snooze through a game and then t- by the end of it, you know, like and and again, you guys had pointed out how much of this is coming from inside of you know, not the just industry. not just not just the gaming industry, but mostly like the gaming press, and and how disappointing that is because you know, I, I thought they know better that they that they would well, understand. no, because when you see that, you go, nah, you get hit with review crunch, and you, you go, get, you're not being objective. There like that's that's my problem with it is as I'm like you're not you're not being honest. You know, Jim Sterling 
got on this bandwagon and is and is an advocate. He's been an advocate for an easy mode in Star er, in uh, Dark Souls games really? for years. Huh. He has. No, he has. And, and the thing about it is, is I, I I understand that, but he's not being objective at all. He's coming at it as a game reviewer that needs to be able to get through a game in a reasonable time frame to be able to put it back on the shelf and move on to the next one. Yep. He and and the thing is is that like you would think that that would allow him to have extra insight on uh, into what a, what would make a game like a Dark Souls game great. But I I I think that that like you had said that crunch uh, has has allowed his objectivity to kind of go out the window because he's he's running that up against his own personal frustration. Yeah. Um. And and I mean I can't I can't blame him for that, but I also can't take him seriously. Like I can't take his call for an easy mode out of From Software games seriously because I can just it's just making your job difficult. I understand why that's frustrating for him, but I don't think that that's a over overwhelming reason for a game company to change the fundamental design of their game well, series. Well, in, in, in his defense, I mean, the real issue probably comes from the fact that his uh, career at this point is kind of meaningless. <laughs> well, I mean, all he does is just complain about stuff, so, you know. But but the whole point is, and you guys brought up a game like Celeste, which has why? A, yeah, why does he assist, assist mode assist work mode, for right? Celeste? Here's the the reason why it works for Celeste because Celeste is a small game, all right, small team, small studio that says, hey, we want to make a difficult game that also has a very important narrative. Sure. That we want to share with people, which and even whose, though the, the, whose themes wrap into the difficulty, challenge, and and overcoming that challenge, and, and even though those the, the the gameplay also the story is also represented in the gameplay, which is part of what makes me feel like the game is brilliant. You've come very far so far. If you turn around at this point, nobody would blame you. Right there, you go. Yeah. So. By having that assist mode, I still think because of the meta narrative that they were trying to make, I don't think anything is lost in that game. Because also, there's no reputation built up for that game. And it says to you very clearly, we want as many people as possible to experience, to to have this experience. Sure. And here's assist mode. Right. When I got through the first level and I saw the little splash screen, it's like, by the way, strawberries don't mean anything. They're just to collect for fun. Fuck you! I'm done collecting those bitches. Yeah, yeah. No, but I, I, and and I think that there's there's something very important there because I, I think in Celeste you can see how game mechanics can actually start to deliver a narrative experience as well because you know if you've got this big challenge that you're supposed to overcome as the player character how do you feel that if you just steamroll every challenge that is set in front of you yeah you know what I mean like it doesn't end up feeling like a journey it feels like oh well that book is done let's get to the next one it becomes consumptive rather than a genuine experience. experience. You know what I, what I also uh, enjoyed about Celeste as well, going through on assist mode, is I could still see like how difficult this would have been. Like in, in most games, you turn on like invincibility or something, you just run through and it means nothing to you. Right? Sure. Like as I'm going through stuff, I could tell like if I wasn't doing this, 
I would have murdered myself by now. Oh, yeah. But, I, but, but that's the thing is that, like, in, in the same way that I noticed when I was playing B- Bloodborne, every enemy or every stage became a puzzle. Yeah. And it's it was more than just going through the stage and killing everything. There was just like, do I even need to kill this enemy? Can I just go this way? Mm-hmm. How do I kill this enemy? Is there a way to engage this in And that started to pad the gameplay. And I started to spend more time actually in thought thinking about and experiencing instead of just trying to the game in front of me instead of just trying to blow through it right that is the mark of good gameplay in the same way of why people love turn-based rpgs why because you get to an enemy and even though it's turn-based so nobody's doing shit you might sit back for three minutes and go damn okay what's the next move i should make all right bet and it becomes the chess. It becomes a chess Dude, match. Imagine back playing FF10 when you knew like a really strong like like party devastating attack was coming up. You're like, okay, crap. I have four moves left. I need to figure out a way to end it before that happens. Yeah, or I need to figure out how best to protect myself. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? That's so I don't understand people who have that same love for that sort of golden era of JRPGs and turn-based RPGs, mm-hmm. or have a love for Bloodborne, or have a love for any game with any sort of difficulty involved in it beyond playing other people, and say that Souls games should have an easy mode. I just I think it's completely hypocritical. I think it's asinine, and I think it's a statement made by people who get paid to talk about video games but don't actually fucking like video games that much. That's what it says to me. You're consuming video games, but you're not experiencing them. And if That's you're that, sad. and if you're that type of person, as I said before, and will say again, fuck off. Period. I don't want you talking about video games. I don't want you writing about video games. I don't want you playing video games. And I and I hate to be that type of person. Like, I'm some sort of gatekeeper. But, bro, actually sit down and take some fucking time. No, they can't. They're on the clock. Well, that's th- their job. Then, listen, you should have went to your editor and said, you know, I can't beat this in three weeks, right? Uh, now, I'd just like to throw out there personally that anyone reviewing a game, I don't expect you to have beaten it to give me your honest review about it just tell me what you have actually played uh, that's fair too and just give us your opinion because there's no there's no need to complete a game no. to tell you the mechanics and how well it if you want to do a, 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 if a narrative or story it. review that can come later yeah. but on just how the game operates no you don't need to sink 75 hours into something same I mean, I, I again, I can see both sides of it. I can sure. see, I can see why it's frustrating. And and sorry, Norris, I don't, I don't agree with you that those people just need to stop commenting about video games. Uh, I, I think that there is a, uh, you know, that there's there's room at the table for uh, for everyone. And I don't think that asking for an easy mode is irrational or uh, unfair. I just don't, I, I, I don't think that from soft. Software is under any obligation to, to, do so. to do so. I think this, I think f- to ask for this game, not as a whole, not in general. Like the, the, I'm not mad at, ask, I'm not mad at the conversation. The to conversation's ask, totally valid. I think to ask for it for this game is ridiculous and a spit in the face to From Software and what they've built. Yeah, I, 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 I would question anyone who asks for an easy mode out of uh, Sekiro or out of From Software, whether or not they're actually a fan of From Software or if they just want to seem cool to their gamer friends that's what it is 
Well, I mean, I'd be Sekiro, guys. That's that's fine. That's cool. Man, you're Whatever. A huge Souls game. Fan. I am. So is Joe. Yeah. You guys both talk about Souls games all the time. Yep. I truly have no desire, really, to play any of them. Yeah, Period. I understand that. You know? I, I mean, I, I had a In long... few I've played, I played them. I have fun. I had a a long hate-hate relationship with Dark Souls until I f- kind of figured it out. Like, I got to the other side of it. And that's that's part of it. Like, that's part of the experience. When you talk to other people about playing Souls games, you go like, dude, I fucking hated this game for six months. And they go, yeah, I know, right? Isn't that crazy? And then you just turn the corner one day, and you're like, I get it. That I understand would all it. be gone, and and that's and like why why would you want to take that out of the experience? Like clearly, people who have come to love these games, and there's enough of them to be able to keep making these games. And, if they can walk away from the experience, going like, yeah, that's a common experience. That's something that we all go through. We all hit that point. Capper Demon, yes, absolutely. Capper Demon's absolutely insane. Why would that fight happen that early? on in that game it's totally nuts all of these things are 100% accurate and what should happen when discussing Souls games with another Souls fan and, and as Heartslot in our chat over at twitch.tv slash checkpoint XP has said Souls games are an acquired taste and if you don't enjoy them that's okay yeah I mean it is so, you know, I don't think that From Software is under any obligation to cater to these people, but there is wisdom in the fact that there is a certain part of the population, the gaming population, that will always and forever write off a From Software game because they think they can't rise to the challenge. Yeah, and I just think that that's whack, personally. No, I. I but it, it, that's fine. But you, listen, but they, they're, but they're, they're weak people out but there. But admit that. That's what I'm saying. Admit that. This game is too hard for me. Admit that and move on. Yeah. Admit it and move on. Somebody in your office, whether it be Kotaku or IGN or whatever big company that you're from, somebody there is good enough to beat it. Have them do the review. <laughs> I'm serious. Have them do the review. Because if I got to sit here with a bunch of games journalists and hear you guys piss and moan about how Sekiro should have an easy mode, I'm sorry, bro. I, I don't I don't think you need to be holding the pin for that particular game. Period. I, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't tell a guy who's a, who's a football fan to go over to Europe and write about soccer. I wouldn't do it. No, but I mean, if he gets reassigned on a job, like, what are you going to do? You're going to research the shit out of soccer. Well, that's his... You're going to research... Fault. Hold on, you're going to research the shit out of soccer. Yeah. You're not going to go over there and be like, this is dumb, you guys should Soccer's change how you play slow. it. Soccer's too slow. You know what? Soccer, they should change the... Soccer should really only be 45 minutes. Although, well, hang on, though. What What if the publication is sending him over there to get a American football fans take on soccer then it's a one-off how, how could it change or be improved like that's that's the point of the story right so but there's but, no no but there's no changing or improving this the game is what the game is don't f- sit there and try to americanize something that is not american that's that's bs let the, let the people who love and enjoy the game love and enjoy the game and if they want to change it they can change it but don't you don't see soccer fans coming over here and telling the NFL how to run football? That's asinine and it's arrogant. 
Because soccer doesn't owe you anything in the same way from software doesn't owe you anything or us anything or any game or anything. Period. That's that is the peak of hubris and arrogance to think that you can go to somebody who's put their heart and soul into creating something and telling them how they can do it better. I can tell you that. So there's think, there's no room for criticism. No, ever. no, 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 no. No one's allowed no, 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 to. No, no, no one's allowed to have an opinion about anything. Why, no, no, no. Because everything's me, creative. No, no, no. Nothing can be a business. It's always got to be in pursuit of art. No, right. Let me finish. Right. Let like nothing. Things have got to be a business. Let me finish. Things have got to be a business. The thing. The game's got to make money. That's fair. And the games are making money. Well, I don't know that. I I don't know. I don't know what from software's bottom line. We have to. All I know. As for a while, they was the number one, number two game on Twitch for about a couple weeks. Yeah. That means people bought it. All right? At well, least, no. That means people are playing well, it and yeah, watching they it. They could have got gifted it and that, too. I, I'm just, but, I'm, I'm just but saying. The whole, like, thing is, the whole thing is, is I also think that it's okay for certain games and certain businesses to say that this is our projected revenue for this. Every game is not going to be Fortnite. Every game is not going to be a world beater Two, three, four, five million selling things. Well, and that's what I appreciate uh, appreciate about from software games is that they don't try to come out and be Fortnite, or they don't try to come out and be the latest thing, and that they are their own thing. They make their own statement. However, if whoever is, I don't know if if from software is a subsidiary subsidiary of a larger company, but if that larger company comes to them and goes, "Hey, man, it's not working." One day, EA will buy from software and run it into the ground. There you go. Yeah. You know what I mean? But, like, allow, but allow me to clear something up, because I'm not saying that there's not room for critique. You could always critique something. Well, because that is da- that is damn near what it sounded like. No, no, no. Because you you've, told, you've told people who don't agree with you to shut up and that they have no uh, business no, 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 being no, no, no. in the space. I'm telling you that you should shut up if you can't look at that game and understand what it's trying to do. That's why I think you should shut up. If you don't understand what, what Souls games are trying to do, then I don't. How, how can you say that you're somebody who looks at video games and studies them objectively to give somebody an opinion on them or a review on them? I, I just I'm not seeking to be a gatekeeper for anyone, and, that, and that's and, and that's fine. But I, I I I believe everything can be critiqued, but I don't think that you could critique something without understanding what the game is trying to say or do. Without You're not going to go watch the new It movie and say, that was too scary of a movie. They should try a more lighthearted tone. There you go. Because that's, that's a that's fundamental... Not, that's not criticism. That's a fundamental misunderstanding of what the movie was fucking made for. Sure. Yeah. That's my point. Thank you, Robbie. You put it much more You're succinctly welcome. than I did. All right. How about we take a look at what's going on in esports this weekend, guys? Let's do it. All right. So for the NALCS, we have Cloud9 going up against TSM on Saturday and Team Liquid versus FlyQuest on Sunday. Since Joe's not here to give us the wrong answer, uh, Norris, how do you see these uh, these outlooks turning out? Uh, I don't know. Man. I mean, it's play- dude, know. it's playoff time, man. I don't. Know, it's like, it, come on, Team Liquid's going to come out on top. You know Pro- I'm going to say probably I mean, Team yeah, Liquid. And Cloud- I, Team seems- Liquid and Cloud Nine. Yeah, come on, that's a big matchup. It is, but uh, you never know about TSM, man. That's the thing. TSM is the wild card here, okay. yeah, because they they close the split really, really strong, 
And TSM may prove a, a, a spoiler here. Man. All right. All right. We also have the Star Series I-League Season 7 wrapping up for CSGO. This is the last weekend for them. Uh, OWL Stage 2 Week 1 is in full swing right now. And in the FGC. Goats is alive. Goats is alive. Although that reverse sweep from Boston last night was uh, just amazing. Goats is alive, but so are DPS comps. That's so true. That's true. A there's lot. a little bit. There's e- more. Equally happy about There is yes. more variety coming into this stage than there was in Stage 1. So yes, I think sir. that that bodes well. It's a step in the right direction. It's more inter- certainly more interesting to watch. Um, but uh, but Genji's tracers, Faras, widows, boats is alive. But goats is definitely still a factor. I like right. boats. Right. I like the boats. <laughs> boats. Yeah. And then of course in the FGC space we have Brussels Challenge Major Edition 2019. Uh, you want to tell us a little bit about that? Yeah, Norris? that is the opener for the Capcom Cup this season. Expect all your European favorites to be there. Phenom, Problem X, all. All those guys are going to be there. Keep keep your eye on Phenom and Problem X in particular because those guys had a really sh- Phenom had a strong uh, twenty seventeen. Problem X is strong twenty eighteen. So keep a very close eye. Yep. on Yeah, and, and you would think because Epic made changes to uh, uh, Fortnite that we would have an event coming up this weekend, but it's actually another week out. Oh, okay. So at least uh, people get uh, a week to adjust to the oh, resolution man. scaling oh, and all of that. Yeah. I wonder what other changes they're going to make ahead of the... Uh, oh, I'm, I'm sure uh, they'll probably drop some actual content the day nah, before. No, they're just going to... You got to play it on a new map. No, actually, hold, hold on. No, 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 because uh, I don't know when they're putting it in, but we actually just did get word that they are adding, uh, uh, what are they calling them, reboot vans, which are uh, uh, Fortnite's answer to respawn's, uh, respawn mechanic, <laughs> except they're just, they're just vans. That you See, can- so there you go. That's going to be introduced the day of the tournament. Oh god! I mean, I wouldn't, I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah. Like, but it's not like an infinity jock strap or something. Like, it seems like no, they keep making infinity van. items, the, like infinity the, blade the or something. Van. The reboot, the reboot van. van. I think that's what it's called. Stupid. I literally thought of the cartoon. Yeah, that's what I was thinking yeah. of. I was about to be like, "Damn, they bringing that back." Put megabyte on the side. That'd be sweet, right? Hexadecimal. That's right. Yeah, but that's uh, that's gonna be it for the weekend in esports. That you know what? I would love. That's my new head cannon. My new head cannon is that Fortnite is it's a, just reboot. Is it, no, 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 no. That that the uh, the the system that reboot happens inside of is is happening on a system that's playing Fortnite. <laughs> <laughs> okay. It's my new head cannon. Well done. For no reason. All right, guys, that's going to do it for the Checkpoint XP podcast. Remember, you can visit CheckpointXP.com for more info about the show, interviews from past episodes, and a whole lot more. We got a ton of interviews up there from PAX East 2019. Thank you, Norris and Robbie. We've also got uh, Mark Whipple. We've got uh, Hungry Box. We've got uh, any, you know, Freak. Freak. uh, Any of the, uh, the, the interviews featured on the national show or on the daily show, you'll find them all over at CheckpointXP.com Stay up to date on all the latest by finding us on social media. That's CheckpointXP on Facebook and Twitter and Checkpoint underscore XP on Instagram. And if you like the show, consider dropping by our Apple podcast feed and giving us a rating and a review. Checkpoint XP is a production of Westwood One and Beasley Esports XP. Our theme is provided by the band Weird At Last. Find more at WeirdAtLast.com. For the Checkpoint XP crew, Robbie Landis, Norris Howard, and Joe Sloan, I'm Nate Bender. Keep listening. You've been listening to the Checkpoint XP podcast. Make sure you subscribe to iTunes or wherever you listen to your podcasts. Also, tune into our weekly radio show. For more information and the latest on esports and gaming, go to CheckpointXP.com.